Greetings, Scotty here of Black Talk Radio News. Check out my live program exclusively on blacktalkradionetwork.com where you can also find the podcast for BTR News. So I want to give a um, my take on something that I saw a few days ago and it was only recently brought up and I was like, man, I wanted to put out a commentary on this and I didn't. And what I'm talking about is um, a segment on Black Coffee, which is a segment that Mark Lamont Hill has. And let me say this about Mark Lamont Hill. I'm glad that he found employment in the area of media because he was fired from CNN um, for uh, because of his words wanting to produce justice for the Palestinians who are being oppressed and suffer human rights abuses. So Mark Lamont Hill isn't just a personality, a media commentator, or a political commentator uh, like we see on TV. This man um, fights for justice in his real life. Um, so I want to say that, but I also want to say I disagree with him and his hot take on uh, when Bernie Sanders was on his program and asked about reparations. As you can see, as uh, Mark posted to Twitter, he his hot take was Bernie Sanders expressed support for economic policies that would disproportionately benefit vulnerable communities. This seems to be how he understands and supports reparations. Well, um, as it seems like um, Mark got a lot of feedback on Twitter and he was responding to that feedback. But I wanted to go back to this original post that I saw where I disagree with his interpretation of what he thinks uh, Senator Sanders said about in his support for uh, reparations, specifically for African-Americans now. Um, Mark, Mark and other tweets said that yes, every time I asked him the questions, do he support reparations? He said yes. Does he support programs specifically um, for African Americans? And he said yes. I don't know what else Bernie Sanders need to say. Now, where the confusion for Mark might be coming in, but I would think that Mark, come on, Mark, you're smarter than that. But, um, you know, immediately, though, Bernie Sanders goes into general campaign mode and and what he's done, um, you know, since 2016 is talk about his policies that uh, are progressive policies that will help the most people. And, and, and what I mean by that is Medicare for all. He talks about um, African-Americans, black people being disproportionately harmed uh, through racist policies of the U.S. government and how it manifested itself economically and how we still suffer from it today. Um, but it's also harming other non-black people. And so uh, his policy approach is to uh, enact policies that help the most people. And, you know, as as a point of codification, if you're supposed to be fighting against white supremacy and trying to produce justice, Justice. Um, you should not be uh, against a platform that produces justice for the most people um, and and having a litmus test saying that, well, if a candidate doesn't support reparations and me getting my check first as a ADOS person, um, then I'm not voting for anybody. Yeah, those policies will help the most people. It'll help especially disproportionately my people by eliminating student debt, by um, um, putting private prisons out of business, banning private prisons. Medicare for all would help address the 
um, um, disproportionate uh, health care rates where uh, black people aren't getting quality health care, the, the infant mortality rates, the childbirth rates of mothers dying, disproportionately black. So um, if you are to say that, well, if he doesn't support reparations, well, see, we shouldn't even have to go there because he said yes to every question. Now, Mark says that Sanders um, answer, he said yes to the specific questions. But then he goes into, well, also, I have these policies that disproportionately would help African-Americans. That's not him saying that, well, this is what I'll give, give them instead uh, of reparations specifically for African-Americans. Again, the proper way to go about this, you have to understand politics and how politics work. And I'm sure Mark uh, understands this. But. You have to build support for policies. Now, all of the candidates are saying that they support um, the creation of a commission to study the issue of reparations. A lot of people saying, well, what do they need to study? Well, they don't they have to document it in an official capacity, gather the evidence that slavery existed, gather the evidence of what harms it created in the different forms. Um, that manifested even after they claimed to abolish slavery, which they didn't in the 13th Amendment. It, it said, except as punishment for crime, and then here comes the Black codes and all of that. Um, so, But all the candidates say that they support H.R. 40. Uh, Bernie Sanders co-sponsored the Senate version of H.R. 40 to create this commission to study the issues, then come up with a reparations package. Okay, sorry about that. Let me back back up. That goes to the original tweet. Let me get back to BTR community uh, where I was. Okay. Am I back? Yeah, I'm back on btrcommunity.com. Um, anyway, so once that commission is created, they come up with the policies, the specific policies that will make up a reparations package then you go to step two. Now Congress has to enact legislation to fund and enact those prop, those policies. So we way ahead of the game. It's like reparations is being used as a gotcha question. And so, but since Mark seems to be confused about Bernie Sanders understanding what reparations is and who it will be for, even though he answered him yes every time he asked him, uh, does he support reparations? Do you support policies uh, uh, in the form of reparations specifically for African-Americans? The man said yes. Now, in case you think that um, Sanders or you agree with Mark's assessment, which I do not agree with his assessment, here is a post of Bernie Sanders and one of the H.R. 40 witnesses, Danny Glover, who has worked on reparations um, at the international level through the UN, which he might have played, I can't document it, but he may have played a role, um, in the UN issuing last year, I believe it was, a report saying the United States owes reparations to the American descendants of, of, of victims of slavery, not just for slavery, but for Jim Crow and for current mass incarceration. Now, Danny Glover was a HR 40 witness. He has worked on this issue for longer than most people have been using the hashtag ADOS. Also, uh, Danny Glover 
is on Bernie Sanders' campaign. Now, I don't know if it's as a volunteer. He volunteers to go to these events and, and introduce Bernie Sanders or whatever, um, make endorsements for Bernie Sanders. I, I don't know if he's paid to do that. I don't know if he's volunteering in that capacity, but it is accurate to say that he is on uh, Team Sanders. Um, but in case you think he doesn't understand and he isn't being clear in his answer, well, just go to for more cold context. And I'm going to let this video play out that uh, he and um, Danny Glover posted on Juneteenth. Juneteenth refers to June 1865, that day it arrived in Galveston, Texas, where there were slave black people in a time that the Emancipation Proclamation had been signed and that enslaved people were now free. This marked the final and complete abolition of Southern slavery in the United States. This is a very important holiday, one that does not get enough attention, but it's also a reminder that we need to have an open and honest conversation as a nation about this dark period in our history. You know, I can tell you, when I went to school, this was a period of American history that we never studied. Reconstruction and all that, never, I never studied that. And it's important that, that we do have that honest discussion. Even after the Emancipation Proclamation, the passage of the 13th Amendment, state legislatures in the South passed black codes to incarcerate. Now, I want to stop it right there because... Um, for those that have been following Black Talk Radio Network for a while, since 2013, we've produced the weekly program, New Abolitionist Radio. And it focuses on the fact that the 13th Amendment did not abolish slavery. It says, slavery and involuntary servitude shall be abolished except as punishment for crime. Now, um, um, Mr. Glover is going to go into what replaced what we what we call abolition is called pre-1865 slavery. Now he's going to go into the post-1865 slavery or the slavery, the system or institution of slavery created by the 13th Amendment that allowed the uh, all the states to continue to exploit uh, black bodies. put them to work in forced labor in coal mines quarries well even plantation this is what slavery by another name and it continued well into the 20th century we need to talk about this part of our history and learn about how slavery and mass incarceration are connected and how they shape our politics and our economy you know and i think it is so important especially for our young people that we all must stand the horrors of slavery and how, as Danny just said, it impacts every aspect of our lives today. For centuries, America's economic rise relied on treating millions of black people literally as property. We have still not confirmed with the horrors of legalized slavery and its continuing impacts on our society. This Juneteenth is special. The House of Representatives is holding a hearing on H.R. 40 to create a commission to study and develop reparation proposals for African Americans. I'm proud to co-sponsor legislation and also proud that my friend Danny Glover is a witness uh, for this hearing. This is an important first step for us to come together as a country to tackle this injustice head on. So I am proud to be part of this effort and we look forward to working 
of with James Baldwin would say, if we cannot tell ourselves the truth about our past, we become trapped in it. All right, so there are the receipts, and this is why I don't agree. Um, Juneteenth refers with the assessment by Mark Lamont Hill. Still respect him as a journalist. He, he does better than most, but on this particular issue, um, I do not agree uh, with him. I think the receipts show that Mr. Sanders does understand the issue of reparations and, and said that if H.R. 40 is advanced through Congress, which that could be two years away, we still haven't even gotten the co-sponsors or um, build up a coalition to ensure its passage in the House. And it's doubtful if we even pass the Senate. So we're talking about things that are two to three years Away, Sanders has said if he's elected president in 2020, that he will sign H.R. 40. That's the first step. Then the next step is to uh, let this commission do, do its work, come up with the uh, reparation proposals. And then the step is, is to get bills and legislation in place to get those proposals funding enacted in law. So, again, I, I um like Mark Lamont Hill's reporting, um, I do like black coffee, um, but I just happen to disagree with him on this hot take on whether or not uh, Sanders understands and supports reparations. I, I think that video I just played makes it very clear. All right, please continue to support uh, independent black media. Make a donation tax deductible to Black Talk Media Project. You can uh, find our PayPal and you don't even have to have a PayPal account. You could use any debit or credit card uh, with the appropriate logos to make a donation uh, to our nonprofit, which is manage, uh, which manages BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. That's where you can go make the donations, or you can send a check of money order to Black Talk Media Project, P.O. Box 65, Mount Holly, North Carolina 28120, and join BTR Community. This is a codified social network. Uh, where we bring you news and information just like you get on other social media networks, but you don't have to use your real name if you want to keep your identity in complete anonymity because a lot of people lose jobs because of what they post on social media. All right, peace and blessings to all.